0: Get some Tide Pods. Your clothes smell like shit. Use Tide Pods. They won't smell like shit. Tide Pods. Man, welcome back to my show, The Chris Durham Show, starring me, your host, Chris Durham. Um, A big week in football and NFL. I'm not even going to talk about college because right now college is weird without everybody there. I mean, unless you watch... A Georgia or Clemson game, it does not seem the same still. Uh, But with the NFL, I mean, honestly, with no crowd, it's not that big of an issue. The way the cameramen have been working it and the fake crowd and the way the sponsors are laid out, the game still looks very similar. I mean, it's almost exactly the way it was. Uh, And honestly, at the Panther games in Charlotte, it sounds like there's more people there than what there actually is. So, it's sad but true. I'm going to talk about some of the games that happen in week seven. And I might go over something that Tracy asked me the other day. Ooh, what did she ask me? Stay tuned. Let's get into it. Week seven NFL. And before I start, let's go over something that's been happening or that happened lately. It is the Troy Aikman, Joe Buck, sang over a hot mic where they didn't know they were being recorded something about a a flyover happened like up there goes a waste of your your taxpaying dollars (laughs) how many times have all of us have at least said that once or twice about something give them a fucking break the mic was supposed to be off they don't even know who recorded it and or who leaked it they don't even know and people are getting on to them for that and it's like they didn't say they're anti-military they didn't say nothing like that they simply made a joke that we all make and it wasn't it wasn't racist or anything like that we're trying to cancel every fucking thing you can get your eyes and hands and thoughts onto with being so damn what's the word uh, offended damn 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 fuck 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 see i just said Six bad words right there. Are you offended? No? Okay, then. Shut up about it. So, moving on to the games. Uh, First game that happened Thursday night, it was the Eagles-Giants game. Great game. Eagles are down 21-10. to Down 21-10 to with six minutes to go. Giants are like, we got this. Eagles come back and win the game. Whoa. Good for them. Whatever. And then we go into this week's big matchup was the Steelers- Titans game, a great game. Pittsburgh had a pretty good lead. They started playing conservative and playing like shizzle-dizzle, let the Titans come back. Titans at the very end have a chance to kick a field goal and tie it up to probably take it to overtime. Um, Missed the field goal. Oh, that sucks. So uh, only a three-point win for the Steelers. What probably should have been at least a three-touchdown win. Then we're going to go over – let's go ahead and talk about the Carolina games, get it out the way. Uh, Carolina lose to the Saints 27-24, another really close game. This first half was just straight-up offense, hardcore offense. And it was so entertaining, and it sucked to be – like if you're a, you a big defensive fan, you were probably so mad out of your mind. And I was too because damn Saints were getting first downs on third down conversions left and right, and you couldn't stop fucking Kimura, and just everything was happening that should have been happening to them. And it's like, guys, y'all gotta make at least one damn stop. So in the end, uh it's 27-24 still. The, it was a third down play. Teddy Bridgewater, it was a, like a long third and 11 or something like that. And he goes back, and then he gets sacked. And he took us way out of field goal range. Because he was in like the 52-yard field goal kick range, which Joey Sly can definitely hit. And he gets sacked. He took the sack. Should have threw it away, but he didn't because it was it was too fast. Anyways, so it, it would end up being like a 65-yard attempt. Well, Matt Rule says, fuck this. Instead of us going for like 4th and 22, let's kick the damn thing. So Joey Sly comes out. 64 is the world record in an NFL game. Alright? To kick a 65 would break the record and give joey sly all the glory in the world he would be known as the greatest kicker of all time not really but he would be known as the the biggest leg kicker of all time so it was so fucking close it was perfect up the middle like there it was the perfect kick it just needed a just a little bit more of a scooch i mean he almost just hit the damn bar and it might have bounced in who knows but it was a couple inches away from going in, and as sad as it was, it was it would have been it was just exciting to one see somebody attempt that, but two for him to get that close, ah, it's a heart grabber. Because I mean, if you're a Panther fan, the Saints have been beating up on us the past like three or four years. Uh, it's it's not fun to watch those games sometimes because keep it close because you're a division rival and then it's like oh but they're gonna fucking beat us because even if joey sly makes that field goal there's still almost two minutes left for drew Brees to drive the field and get an easy field goal or touchdown for the win so it's not like that would have won the game for us it was just to tie it up but that would you know it still give you a little bit of hope but uh other than that teddy bridgewater to look great hardly any mistakes at all on the offensive-wise. T.J. Moore looked good. Robbie Anderson looked good. Curtis Samuel did a really good multi-back type of deal. Uh, Mike Davis didn't have nearly as an explosive game as he has been. This is now two weeks in a row where he's kind of of calmed down, hasn't been as much dominant. They shut our run down bad. But our pass game was was doing really well. But uh, Saints do pull off. That win. You go to the Buccaneers Raiders game. Tom Brady. He's back. I mean, he, he he looks like prime Brady out there. He's getting the protection he needs, and when the protection breaks down, he's getting rid of that damn ball as fast as he can. He's very smart about it. And now they're they're starting to use Gronk, and it's like, hey, Gronk can still play. And he's back all of a sudden, too. Because at the beginning of the year, they were not using Gronk for shit. And it was like, it was very surprising how much they were lacking using him. It's like, dude, just just fucking use Gronk. You have Gronk. Use Gronk. They weren't. So, uh, two weeks in a row now, Gronk has been used. Gronk has got a touchdown in both games. So, look for the new... The new New England Patriots, which are now the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, to start doing really well, which sucks because, again, it's a division rival to the team I pull for. But, I mean, good for Brady. And now, officially, I can say this whole debate between was it Belichick or was it Brady giving you all those championships, Belichick has had Cam Newton and Brian Hoyer and all these, like, nobody quarterbacks and these nobody tight ends that uh, supposedly was going to be perfect, and they looked pretty good at the beginning of the year. They're starting to break down and not be as great. It was Brady. You can't. You if you've been watching these games, have been paying attention to it. That conversation is now over. Even if Brady starts to have a shitty year. You can just throw in the fact, oh, he's old. He's in his 40s. He should already be retired, and he's still playing at such an elite level, and he's on an incredibly good team. And they just got better. They just signed Antonio Brown, who he's insanely close with. Like He's really good friends with Antonio Brown. He was happy when they brought him to the Patriots last year, played in one game, and threw the ball several times, got a touchdown, and they looked like a great team. It's like Julian Edelman drops fucking everything. Antonio Brown catches fucking everything. That's what I want. That's who I need. Get him. They got him. And he's probably going to start next week. And Mike Evans and Antonio Brown and these other guys that are elite, all together on one team with Gronk as tight end. So Gronk's your check down guy. Rob Gronkowski is your check down guy. I say the Buccaneers, I, I mean right now they're what, 5 and 2. If I had to make like a really good estimate guess, I think they're going to finish 11 and 5. 11 and 5 or 12 and 4. They, they just they're too good to fail. They will probably win the division and they will probably get not first round by because Green Bay's probably going to get that first round by. but you know, they look good. So I mean, congrats to the Bucs for beating the Raiders. The Raiders beat the Chiefs a couple weeks ago. Remember that? Remember that, guys? Just don't forget that. The Raiders are a legitimate team. But the Bucks defense showed up in this game as well. Got to Derek Carr. So, Bucks might be finally complete. All right, and then probably the last game I want to go over with is the Arizona-Seattle game. <laughs> what a game. Uh, Seattle has a 10-point lead. With like a little bit little bit of time left. Arizona able to come back and tie it, take it to overtime, and they win in overtime with a field goal. I love the fact that this is probably the first overtime game I've actually paid attention to the fact that they the clock has, there's not 15 minutes of overtime, it's only 10 minutes of overtime. And I love that. Now, the only issue with it being shrunk from 15 to 10 minutes, it means you got to score a little bit faster. And if a team holds the ball for a longer – because, like, a, a, a long drive can take a good eight, nine minutes off the clock. And if they do that and they only kick a field goal and then you get the ball, you only have a minute or two to go down the field and score a touchdown. So it's tough. And if you only get a field goal, it's a tie. Nobody wants to tie only people that tie are the Eagles. <laughs> so, that game was great. Kyler Murray looked great. Uh, Kenyon Drake got held back and I'm pretty sure he's hurt now. So, you know, look for that game to be changed up a little bit. They still got good backup running backs. But Kenyon Drake is somebody who they weren't relying on too much earlier in this year and they, they honestly should have. They should have been using him more instead of trying to rely on Kyler Murray to run and everything. So, but DeAndre Hawkins is still there So look for that team to really Just surprise people Alright so yesterday Tracy asked me She said Chris, Chris What's the best thing Food wise And I laughed <laughs> Best thing food wise You have ever put in your mouth and That you, that you tasted I said oh shit because when you really think about it, what's the best thing you've ever tasted in your life? If you had to look at one moment of your time, what was the absolute best thing that just rocked your world? So I had to really think about it, and I'm like, hmm, and I could come up with one answer. I had three, and I don't even think they're right. It's just what I came up with on the spot. So my first one, I didn't, I didn't necessarily try Chinese food until I was like 18 or 19, and so I didn't know what the fuck I was missing. So then, one day, I finally tried uh, sesame chicken from China Grill in Moxville, and holy shit, it blew my mind, the fact that I was just, from there on, addicted to that chicken, addicted. I had to get, every 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 time I could, I would get their lunch special, it was like $5 at the time, it's still about 5 or $6, but... That thing, that does such good chicken, and it's still good to this day. But going from never having it to having it right there just blew my mind. So that was one. Number two was my first slice of Burke Street Pizza. Uh, that pizza is so fucking good. It's more legit than anything. But I was just so used to Pizza Hut and Domino's and stuff like that. You know, your your chain restaurant pizzas. I wasn't. I've never really had a authentic authentic style and that just uh, oh oh, it's so good and my third one was the first time I had camel city barbecues mac and cheese because I'm a huge mac and cheese lover and my brother said oh it's the best mac and cheese in the world I said all right whatever and I went and tried it and it 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 was so good now sometimes like most restaurants it's never like the the exact same every time and it's always good but sometimes it's better than good it's just oh my god this is amazing well that time was the perfect time we went because it was amazing and it was also the first time i tried their barbecue and everything else so their barbecue is great too it's it's my favorite barbecue Man, that's it. That's my show. Appreciate y'all listening. Because I know how much you guys love listening to my NFL weekly updates. You ain't got to watch no football where you can just listen to the Chris Durham show to catch up on all the football you didn't watch. Tell your friends. They'll think you're a genius. They'll be like, man, this guy knows so much about sports. And really, you're just copying everything I just said on this podcast. Man. And when you guys get home, make sure you wash your clothes in something we like to call Tide Pods. Tide Pods are fantastic. They make your clothes smell great. They look great. They're really cool and squishy. But that doesn't matter because the actual fact is, even though they are cool and squishy, they work great to eliminate stains and odors from your clothes and make them look nice and shiny and perfect. And frankly, I think they look fantastic.